Hey folks, welcome to episode 11 of our Machine Repeat podcast. We appreciate you taking some time to visit with us today, and I tell you what, I think we've got an episode you're going to enjoy. I know our guest on the show today is someone I've been <clears throat> looking forward to having on to the show for a long time, and a uh, rising star in agriculture, and uh, just honestly one of the nicest uh, folks that I've met in my 30 years doing this. Uh, so great conversation coming up there. Before we get rolling, we need to say, again, a big thank you to our sponsor um, and our friends at Case IH for making this podcast possible. As the year winds to a close here, you know, definitely stop in and visit with your local Case IH dealer. I know a lot of dealers have some pretty aggressive uh, used equipment uh, specials for the end of the year, so check those out. And, of course, as we ramp up for 2020, uh, visit with your Case IH dealer about uh, the new things they have on the planting side to, to keep us rolling there, and we're uh, hopeful uh, 2020 the planting uh, weather will be cooperative for a change. That would be awful nice, wouldn't it? But now before we get to our guest on the show today, our feature tractor of the episode, which I picked to sort of coincide with our guest, um, is the one everybody loves, the John Deere 4020. Of course, iconic model deer made from 64 to 72. And you get me talking about John Deere 4020s, I mean, we could, oh, man, we could talk for a couple hours. But uh, just some little um, p- bits of information uh, that are fun to talk about with 4020s. Now, so far this year, if we if we pull back and said, well, hey, machine repeat, what's the average 4020 going for? Well, this morning, I would tell you it's 8922 bucks. That is the, that's the average price. Now, if I look back the last 15 years, uh, it's been very steady, actually, with a John Deere 4020. The average auction price has bounced sort of between $8,100 and $9,500 last 15 years. Now, obviously, we know that the collecting heat on these 20-series tractors, particularly late 60s and 71 and 72 models, diesel power shifts, I mean, my gosh, those things go crazy when they show up. Uh, we did have a new all-time record high auction sale price set this year on a 4020. And I've seen, I think it's pushing 3,500 of them sold the last 30 years at auction. So on Meekum's Gone Farming Sale back on November 8th in uh, Davenport, Iowa, I wasn't able to get down there this year, but uh, always great fun down there watching the boys do their thing. They had a 71 model that had a Kinsey conversion, and it was a power shift, so for $65,100. So that's the highest 4020 I've ever seen sold at auction. But again, you're drifting there into the super rare, unusual um, 4020s, and then and then you're beyond that, you're putting it on a televised uh, collector auction. So again, 651. Now, I did see our friends at Sullivan Auctioneers back late this fall, uh, September 26th, in Kingsley, Iowa, had a heck of a sale. They had a couple 4020s, 72 models. One was a uh, diesel power shift, been restored, 6,426 hours on it. That brought $46,000. And they had another, another 72 model front wheel assist diesel power shift. That brought 34000 now, again, I've seen about 3,500 of these things sold at auction over the years. If you ask me, folks, you'd say, hey, Machine Repeat, what's the favorite 4020 you've ever seen sold at auction? I know what I would tell you, and I'm going to tell you right now. It was August 4th last year, 2018, Reedland, Iowa, sale by my uh, good friends at Sweeney Auction Service, uh, Jeff and Penny 
Jody and, and Jeff and the crew there have uh, been really helpful to me over the 30 years building our business. And they had a little uh, farm auction. And on this sale was a 72 model 4020 with 2008 actual original hours on it. Diesel synchro second owner. Now, uh, there is a YouTube video out there. You can just go to YouTube, folks. Type in Machine Repeat, John Deere 4020, Reedland, Iowa. And you can you can watch it sell. Brought 37500 bucks. Now, there was a couple things. I love that because that auction, to me, felt like an auction from maybe 20 years ago in terms of the crowd. Unbelievable crowd. And the, the bidding got down to two guys. Uh, and it was a huge crowd. You couldn't move around when the bidding started. They were jammed around that 72 uh, model 4020 with 2,008 hours on it. I think it was a guy from Ohio that wound up winning. He was live on his phone, I think FaceTiming, with a guy who was bidding for him. And the other guy bidding on it, when it got right down to it, was a young guy from Iowa who I believe was now an engineer for John Deere in Germany. And I can't remember the young guy's name. Super, super young guy. I had a great conversation with him, and he came all the way back to Iowa to bid on it. He'd known about the tractor for years. I think it had been a neighbor's. And people ask, they'll say, well, what was the story on that thing? 2,000 hours original. What was the scoop? And I think I'm getting this right, but if I'm recalling, I think the original owner was an insurance guy or had some business, bought the tractor and just, you know, it wasn't his main business. He just hardly used it. And then the folks whose retirement auction it was bought it, and they treated it like a jewel with 2,000 hours and just kind of held it. And again, it brought 37.5. So go check out that video, folks. But now it is time to get to our uh, feature guest on the show today, Meredith Bernard out of Milton, North Carolina. Now, folks, you know Meredith as This Farm Wife. That's her YouTube channel. That's her, her kind of brand, This Farm Wife. She's on Instagram. Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, Meredith, her videos, her YouTube videos have just gone crazy the last year. She's got almost 35,000 subscribers. Every time I look, she's gone up another two, 3,000. She's got 100 videos out there, and Meredith is doing what I remember like five years ago. When agriculture, we were getting bombarded from the outside, you know, GMOs, all this stuff. How do we combat? Well... You know, the message was, we got to tell our story. Okay, well, to me, Meredith Bernard, this farm wife, she tells her story about her little farm on the North Carolina-Virginia border there better than about anybody. She invites you in. She's real. She's not pretentious. She just tells it like it is, whether they're dealing with their cattle on the farm or their gleaner F2 combine. She just talks about it. And her videos have just been amazing. I met Meredith last week at the Farmer to Farmer Conference in Omaha by Farmers Business Network. And I tell you, Meredith was swamped. People coming up from all over that are connected to her through her YouTube videos, um, her amazing videos. Uh, check those out, folks. Again, it's this farm wife. So now let's go to my conversation with my friend Meredith Bernard. We plant corn in Iowa spray soybeans in Illinois. We pull calves in Kansas, farrow hogs in Minnesota. We raise rice in Arkansas, rye in Canada, and wheat everywhere in between. We, we farm, farm millions, millions of acres across, across North, North America. America. 
and build every piece of Case IH equipment. Built by farmers for farmers. Case IH. Rethink productivity. Hey, folks, want to welcome our guest this week, Meredith Bernard from Milton, North Carolina. Meredith, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Greg. I'm super excited to be here. I'm well, fangirling on the on the radio with, or the radio. What on the podcast? <laughs> on the pod- phone. Podcast airwaves. <laughs> Meredith, great to meet you last week at the Farmer to Farmer conference. Uh, wow, Thank that you. was quite an event, and you were there uh, for a, a a big panel that was getting all kinds of great attention. Uh, YouTube yeah. videos. Uh, tell me about last week. Yeah, it was. It really was an amazing experience. I didn't really know exactly what to expect because I had never been to one of their conferences before. I'd heard good things, but you know, until you go and you experience it yourself, you don't really know. But it was, um, it was amazing. I think the best part was just the connecting and interacting with people face to face. You know, people that mm-hmm. you follow, people that follow you, that you interact with online, which is an amazing platform and space to do those connections too. But there's just something different about connecting face to face with people. You know, it just puts things on a different level and you're able to share more and right. and I was able to hear more people's stories and um that was just that was the best part. Well, it was very cool. You guys were attracting a ton of uh, interest, people coming up to visit. And um, I guess I should have started, Meredith, the brand that you've built, This Farm Wife, your website, your YouTube videos, Instagram. Hats off to what you've built in in a short amount of time. But you've you've created a brand that's very powerful and has an extremely loyal and growing following. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I, I guess I've... I branded myself. I don't know. I guess it is a brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, let's, let's back up Meredith now. Okay. Okay, So, uh, you know, this farmwife.com people go there and you, and you, you're tremendous about telling your story. It's sort of your mission. Um, Mm -hmm. share your reel, which I think is just (laughs) the best thing, best message ever. But let's walk back now. You, you did not grow up on a farm. No, I did not grow up on a farm. I, I tend to say I grew up in the country, but mm-hmm, <laughs> still sure. wasn't on a farm. Yep. We were on the outskirts of our county, and um, I have family. that My grandfather was a potato farmer in eastern North Carolina, okay. but by the time uh, I came along, he had retired from that. So, sure. I mean, I, I've, I had never been introduced to you know farming on any large scale. My parents both worked in... I like to say they worked in agriculture. I was always surrounded, you know, in right. agri. My mom worked for the extension, cooperative extension service, and my dad was in hort- horticultural science at NC State. So I was around agriculture and, you know, plants, yep. I guess. Right. But, and some of those kind of people, but not farming on right. any scale. But now you and your and your family, you, you do farm. You're right. In, so I'm I married into it. I married a lifetime farmer, okay. um, my husband, and we have beef cattle and we raise our own hay. We don't do any hay for sale, but we raise our own hay and then the past few years we started dabbling in some corn and beans and um, that's been fun. I've mm-hmm. kind of chron- chronicled some of that yeah. online the last year with our purchase of our 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 new to us 41 year old gleaner f2 and everything that went into getting that going and getting our first crops out with that which was i mean it was it was amazing it was fun oh, and it was fun sharing it 
We are definitely going to talk more about your Gleaner F2, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meredith. I love it. Fantastic. But now you you had been working, uh, was it feed sales? Yes, that's right. So I was in feed sales. I, I went to college and got a degree in animal science and wasn't sure what I was going to do with that and ended up going into sales for 10 years and I loved it. It was an amazing job. I say amazing too much. I see that now. Anyway, <laughs> it was a great job. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the people aspect of it and getting to work day to day with farmers and ranchers and, um, you know, horse, horse and cattle was mainly what I dealt with. Okay. So I did a lot of, I did a lot of nutrition meetings. I spent a lot of time on the road and when we had children and the children were small it really the whole corporate grind and the going and the demands got to be a little much sure. and for two years i really wrestled with coming home and um my husband fully supported it said you know you're just gonna have to change some of your <laughs> your wants to just your needs but we could we can do it if that's mm -hmm. really what you want to do so that's what we did and just completely jumped off that cliff and quit that really safe secure job and paycheck and came home and i really haven't looked back i haven't missed i like i said i've missed i miss the people and the interacting sure. and stuff but i don't i don't miss the the demands of that job right. um and, when, and I, I actually feel like i work harder now but at least i'm home there you go and when was that that you made the transition Meredith? that was six years ago it's been six years i've been home okay and and also decided to homeschool the kids so hmm. it's it's um yeah, it's you something, are busy. something all the time. <laughs> yeah. I have a tendency to just wear lots of hats, like literally and figuratively. Right. <laughs> and we'll talk about your hats too coming up. Meredith. Those your your store at this farm wife is so cool. Yeah. You have great products. But tell me, walk me through that again now. I know faith is important to you, but when you were you know mm -hmm. considering this, your family and making a transition, and you know money's important. We have to provide mm -hmm. for our families and benefits right. and all that stuff. I mean. Did you pray about that a lot? Well, how long was that process, or was no, it more of a snap decision? No, it was not a snap decision. It was a two-year process. Okay. It was a whole lot of prayer and discussion, and, you know, you get to that point where you start making your list of pros and cons and all that stuff, but then in the end, I think when you just know it's right, you know it's right, and I had peace about it. I felt like that's what God was leading me to do, and, mm -hmm. and I had my husband's support, and there were definitely people who probably didn't think it was the right decision, but we, you know, in the, in the end, as long as you and your family are, right. are on board, that's all we needed. That's all right. I needed. So, so after, no, it was two years, okay. <laughs> two long years of just, of making that decision and then, um, just going for it. So then kids were younger, uh, but then was it middle of seven, July 17? Am I getting that right? Meredith, where you started vlogging? Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. It's, yeah, let's see, where are we at? Yeah, it was about then. I um, I put a few videos out. I did one on Facebook, and then I started, I, I decided I was going to start, so I did a few, and then I kind of quit, because okay. <laughs> I just, you know, I wasn't sure. I don't know. Um, and then after a year or so, really, it was last, um, the end of, yeah, probably last summer. So about a year ago, I started taking it more seriously, and publishing more consistently and then um 
it's just, you know, one thing has led to another and it's continued to grow, which is good. I like, I still say I'm a baby in the YouTube world for sure. There's others with larger channels, but it's growing. And as long as people are, you know, as long as I'm getting good feedback and people are enjoying what I'm putting out, then I'm enjoying doing it. It's not something I look at of like a chore. I really mm-hmm. enjoy, I really enjoy sharing. And, and I also kind of look at this like a, diary of sorts just for my family and my kids to be able right. to look back and see those these years with them growing up and farming and what I'm doing and what their dad's doing and what they're doing and how they're learning and growing on the farm too oh, so I love it Meredith and you're being very modest when you say it you've been growing it's, you've had an exponential <laughs> growth this past year your, uh, your YouTube videos are you, you know like almost 35,000 subscribers yeah, um, close, I guess. You've got about 100 videos out there. Instagram, you have a huge following. Um, just curious, like when you started July of 17, dipping your toe into the into the vlogging uh, sphere, and I saw one of your videos, you said you don't like that term, vlogging. I but, thought it was weird. <laughs> but what, what did that feel like when you first started making the videos, putting yourself out there like that? Well, the same way it still feels, it's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, it's a very vulnerable place to really take people into your day to day. The good, you know, I try, I do try to show the real, the good, the bad, the ugly, the right. the, the trials, the victories, all of that, because I just. I mean, I I feel like I say it all the time now, but it is basically why I do this because I just really feel like all our stories matter. I feel like we all have something to offer. We all have something to learn from one another and we all relate in ways that we don't realize. There's people, you know, when I hear from people, I have plenty of people that watch me that farm. I have Mm -hmm. people that maybe came from farms and so they enjoy, you know, kind of takes them back to their childhood or, you know, being at their grandpa's or whatever. But then the best are the people that are in New York city or (laughs) in some city. And they're like, I don't even know why I like watching this so much, but I really just, I really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm learning things and I'm, you know, we're, my grandkids are watching. And I think from last week, one of the best meetings I had was a little boy, a nine-year-old boy, named Berkeley. I'm pretty sure he was from South Dakota. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. I can't remember, but I know his name was Berkeley and he farms with his dad and his favorite thing to do is ride the side, drive the side by side. He said, mm-hmm. and he enjoys watching my videos and I got his, my picture with him. And that was just, um, that's like that's awesome. special. That's awesome. You know, that's special. Well, I remember I'm trying to reel back a few years ago, Meredith, when, you know, kind of the whole messaging thing with, you know, kind of driven by the GMOs and the negativity coming at farming, as social media grew, uh, collectively we knew we had to tell our story. Um, mm-hmm. But more than anyone, I think you've you've just being yourself. You've hit on it. You're you're not beating anyone over the head with a club with a message. You're just no. you're sharing what you're doing on the farm and developing right. this audience. And again, is just by feel over the years how you especially last year as you ramped up the, the frequency of your videos. Yeah, I think so. You're right. I don't have any hidden agenda. <laughs> I was like, don't mm-hmm. ask me anything political because I'm not getting into it. Mm-hmm. We're just doing our thing and shared it. And um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have like a, I don't have an agenda. I don't have a, 
a script or anything. It's mm-hmm. just basically sharing the day to day. And if right. people can relate to that, then that's awesome. You know, I don't, there's no, there's no formula for me. I don't, there's, I can't look at any one thing. I mean, a lot of times I don't know why. I don't even know why <laughs> some mm-hmm. people seem to connect the way they do. I'm glad right. they do, but, um, I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, Meredith, you, again, I'm, I'm not trained in any of this, uh, video or social media necessarily either but when i watch your videos there's now this is just you being you but Mm. the way you talk to the camera is different (laughs) it's again i know you know it's just you Uh, doing you but are you getting comments from people it must be all over the spectrum but you're connecting in a huge way I mean, I do have people say that. They say, I feel like you're just talking to me. I feel like Mm -hmm. we're just having a conversation, which is awesome. I want it to feel that way. And it's just the way it comes out, honestly. I'm just comfortable. I guess I'm I'm comfortable doing that. I I do feel like I'm having a one-on-one conversation with my phone, (laughs) my camera. Like, you know, it's like I'm talking to myself, but I'm not talking to myself. It's it's more like it's, it's not like being like last week in front of 2000 people or how many people were out there. Mm -hmm. That's, that's nerve wracking. They were like, Oh, that shouldn't be a problem for you because you're, you're on the camera all the time. Yeah, but it's just me (laughs) and my phone. It's totally different. Everything, large group, everything you're, you do Meredith is fantastic. Now I I just love that you're kind of the mantra, the share your real and you're encouraging your audience to sort of do the same. I do want people to do that. And when I get a message from somebody that says, because you've shared, I feel more comfortable sharing. I think I might could do this. I'm like, yes, you can. (laughs) If I can do this, anybody can do this. And, and I hope more people will, because I do think it, in this day and age especially in agriculture and with all the things that we have against us in the farming and ranching realm right now you know i think if anybody's going to tell our stories it needs to be us right and um i just and video it just seems to be the growest the growest (laughs) the the segment that's growing the most and people i had no i had no idea like i i don't I never just sat around and watched YouTube Mm -hmm. and I still don't, I don't even have time to hardly maintain getting my own content out. So I don't watch a whole lot. I do have friends that I try to keep up with, but that's what people are doing these days. They're either on Instagram watching people's stories or they're on YouTube instead of TV. So that's, that's really an amazing platform for us to, to use. And you don't, I'm not a tech savvy person. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't have the fancy equipment. I don't use the fancy editing equipment. I, I do everything on my phone for now. Mm-hmm. I'm. I might dabble with a GoPro eventually. I don't know though. It kind of scares me. So you don't <laughs> have a. Phone. You don't have a crew that's making your videos for you. It's just you. No, no crew following me around. Well, I don't I, pull a crew out of my back pocket. Just my phone. I think. <laughs> I think again. That's why it connects so well. And I'll, I. I got to. Well, let's talk about one video in particular. I think this is a great example okay. of your success and the exponential way you're connecting. Your your corn harvest video with with the Gleaner mm-hmm. F2. Yeah. I looked right. at that this morning, and <laughs> you what did you post that last week of September? Hundred and twenty yeah, yeah. eight thousand views or something. Eight hundred and fifteen mm-hmm. comments okay, on that yeah, one video. Okay, yeah, I did video. get a lot of comments. 
I do get a lot of comments, and one thing that I've tried very hard, and I, I people tell me they appreciate this, and I try, and I don't know how mm-hmm. long, I'll, you know, how much I'll be able to do it, but um, it's to be able to really try to comment back on right. the majority of comments, and that's part of the interaction for me. Um, you know, if you're going to take the time to watch my video and and write a you know, more than just a one word comment or something, mm-hmm. you're telling me something you got out of it or you enjoyed about it. I want to tell you, thank you. Right. And, and I, and I love hearing other people's stories and other people, you know, will share what they have or they use or, you know, that right. have, especially that little cleaner community are kind of tight knit. <laughs> right. Well, I was amazed just scrolling through those 815 comments, Meredith, and you referenced it before, but you're touching, you know, the New York City people, you're touching the hardcore, mm-hmm. you know, 10,000 acre farmers, you're touching the gleaners, right. just <laughs> everything. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, okay, you've got about 100 videos out there on YouTube, Meredith. And again, folks, just mm-hmm. go to This Farm Wife. When you go to YouTube, just type that in. You'll see Meredith's channel mm-hmm. pop up, all the great videos. In terms of planning them, do you have a content schedule? Or are you thinking in advance or are you just kind of winging it? Nope, I'm just winging it. That's my life right there. I need to put awesome. that on a t-shirt. Just winging it. <laughs> just, just oh, okay. Winging it. Perfect segue. T-shirt. Now, uh, <laughs> congratulations on your on your store and all the great Thank products you. you have, Meredith. Now, when was this? Like, was it six uh, weeks ago? Two months ago? Or, or am I? Yeah, off? just September, mid-September. It launched. I think it was September 18th. That day's okay. forever because it was a scary day too. And folks, go um, <laughs> go to Meredith's website, thisfarmwife.com, and tell tell folks about the products you have there now. Yeah, so I just had this idea, to, like everybody else in the world, it seems. Everybody's selling T-shirts this day, mm-hmm. these days, and I thought, well, that's probably silly to even jump into that realm. But I, I share a lot, obviously, about farming. I share a lot about cooking. I love puns and, you know, silly mm-hmm. sayings and putting it all together. And I just, I'd be out feeding or holding a gate. And, like, this idea would pop in my head. I'm like, I want to put that on a T-shirt. So I started making a list. And then I, I started going through the process last spring of trying to get it all figured out, how to how to get sure. it going. And um launched the store the online store in september and honestly for i mean for a week before that i was losing sleep my husband's like just don't do this if you're gonna Mm -hmm. stress out i was like nobody's you know what if nobody buys it and i've just spent this money on this initial these initial products and then and then i mean it it did well and i sold out of a couple of them and then i'm restocking and i have a million more ideas and so i'll just i'm just as long as people like it and keep buying it i'm gonna keep throwing it out there that is i think it's fun well and you have hats you have i see is the hoodie is that new the uh, yeah the hoodies are new very cool Mm -hmm. and now i love the 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 you know the sayings on your on the shirts meredith what what has been the most popular seller so far would you say um well the farm hard live well is done well and my my butter my spread butter not hate Mm -hmm. which i think we all need to do more of (laughs) spread butter not hate what's the other one i've got a couple cow shirts how about hey y'all has that been hey y'all yeah that one's done really well that did really well last week too that's that's hey y'all h-a-y because i say 
I say, hey, y'all, in a lot of my videos to start with, or I used to. I got to get back to that because people used to call me out when I didn't. Hey, where was your husband? Yeah, kind of your, kinda your <laughs> moniker, isn't it? I was like, oh, I need a, a punny shirt with that because I also love raking hay. That's one of my jobs on the farm. And so when it's that season, I kind of sat, oversaturate my social media with my love for my rake and raking, raking. and rolling, <laughs> raking and rolling. That was the very first one. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Meredith, now here's a, here's a, a, a anecdotal way of measuring your growth. I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. Now you're, Hey y'all, but you <laughs> invite people. Hey y'all, you know, you're just being you. <laughs> Yeah. We're starting to hear a few y'alls up here in Minnesota. <laughs> so you are having a tremendous impact. So Oh, I'm sure it's all me. Yeah. Well, probably. I'm telling you, it might be, Meredith, but very cool. Well, that's good. I, that's awesome. That makes but now you've also, you also write. You've written for Successful yeah, Farming yeah. Magazine, uh, yeah. Progressive Farmer. Tell us about that part of your, your business. Yeah, so that kind of goes back to when I quit my job and came home. I also started, I started a photography business too, so that's another yeah. thing I do. <laughs> and and at the same time, I realized that um, I just, I wanted to start writing. I just had this, I'd never done that before, but for some reason, I just felt this pull to start writing. And I came home from church one day and just got on WordPress and started a free blog <laughs> and started writing and sharing things from the farm and mm -hmm. um, just got a lot of good feedback from people just relating farm life to life in general because you know farming yeah. you're we're learning something all the time there's just too many there's so many lessons from right. farming that i've right. learned and i love sharing that so i'm very fortunate the connections i've made and the opportunities i've been given i still write yeah i've got a bi-monthly column and progressive farmer now and cool. love love working with with them so that's so been Awesome. The Meredith uh, brand is multi-platform <laughs> yeah. and expanding quickly. I, do ever, I don't know. I do a little this and a little that. I have a trouble sitting, sitting still. I and you, you also now do speaking as well. Is that correct, Meredith? Well, yeah, I guess I do. I'm trying. I'm getting into that. That's a whole new thing for me. I, I spoke last week on that panel, and mm -hmm. then. Um, I do have some things coming up. I've got a my first solo gig coming up in February for our North Carolina Farm Bureau, a conference oh. they're putting on, so I'm excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you. So um, I'd love to do more of that. I, it's not something – I did it – I mean, on a small scale, I did it for 10 years. I've, sure. I talked to small groups of people, but it was – you know, it wasn't about – me or my story or right. encouraging people it was selling it was talking about animal nutrition so it's a whole different ball game mm -hmm. and i did a meeting a couple weeks ago well that was that would have been my very first solo to a group of cattlemen a few counties over for their christmas party and that was that was fun it was really fun mm. and i got a lot of good feedback and it made me it made me excited to do more very cool now the you have so many great videos out there, Meredith. And folks, if you haven't seen them, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't seen Meredith's <laughs> videos, go to YouTube and just enjoy, binge watch these things. They're great. But you, again, telling stories about maybe the, the new calf standing up for the first yeah. time. Talk about um, that. Yeah, so inevitably we'll have one or two or three calves every year that for whatever reason we end up having a bottle feed. And we had one this fall. We fall calf, which a lot of people 
think is different, but for where we are, it just makes better sense for mm -hmm. our market. We sell in the spring. So we had one, the mother couldn't get up and we eventually had to put her down, but Elmo, he got named Elmo because he mm -hmm. was dried off with an Elmo towel. So my daughter gave him that name. Perfect. So he's in the barn and he gets fed three times a day and I started showing him and now if I don't show him in a video, people are people are upset asking where's Elmo? Where's so, Elmo? Elmo's there. Elmo's there and and the kids do a good job helping to feed him. We split it up, we rotate. And, you know, there's good lessons there for them, too. Right. Well, throughout your videos, Meredith, I, I really appreciate, and I know your audience does, too, your your realness. And sometimes, you know, you you know, it's, how to say, you, you just invite people in, and sometimes, you know, there there's tough things. Like, I, I'm trying to remember the video where you talked about uh, having sold um, uh, cattle and then one died. And you'd mm -hmm. already got the check, and you're just inviting people into that whole process and how that affects you on the farm. Is, yeah. that, is that hard to do? Yeah, it can be. It can. It's not hard for me to do. Sometimes it's, well, it's not hard for me to just do it. It's hard for me to maybe hit publish or mm -hmm. <laughs> send it out there and not know how some of that's going to be received. But then inevitably when I share the hard stuff is when I get – the messages from other people right. you know that can relate and say thank you for sharing that i've you know we've been through similar experience or or even just i just made me think of other stuff i, mm -hmm. I just share like that's maybe not hard but just silly or stupid stuff mm -hmm. i do and i don't mind putting that out there and people were like i do that all the time i would never show it but i'm glad you do like in the kitchen or, you know, my right. mess ups. I don't care about that. Okay. I think it's, I think it's funny. Now, so on the topic of the kitchen, we got to go there. Cause I <laughs> okay. told you last week at Farmer to Farmer, if, I can't believe you don't have a cast iron skillet endorsement deal yet because you where, should where have. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> where, where is it? I wish it would come. That would be awesome. Cause I'm, I, I do. I talk about butter a butter mm -hmm. i need a butter sponsor yep. butter cast iron skillets and then and cooking our homegrown beef it's just oh. my that's my jam it's fantastic your cornbread i think you had a blog on oh that yeah too. that's good but i did you must get people talking and wanting that recipe and <laughs> i do a lot so at least that's why it's easy i can just go there watch the, that i have a video on it and the instagram pictures of i mean <laughs> with the steak and the pad of butter on that is so good it's so it is good. good. It's uh, good. Now, uh, for someone, well, is there a story on your skillet? Because I know a lot of times, mm -hmm. or is this? The skillets I use, so I do, I will give my husband full credit for my skillet cooking because that's not something I grew up okay. doing or having that way. Yeah. Um, I love my dad. He's amazing, but he really didn't know. He's not a great steak cooker. He didn't know. I do now, though. My mm -hmm. husband taught me. <laughs> and uh, the skillets I use are all old Wagners. I think right. most of them are Wagner. They're hand-me-downs. They were right. my mother-in-law's or ones that my husband had. They, so They have character. They do. They have character, and they're well-seasoned, and they're well-loved. And you know what? The most what makes me the most proud mm. yesterday morning i think it was yesterday my son my 11 year old son made himself an omelet and the little baby skillet 
and I have taught him how to clean it and season it. And he was, he finished his, his egg and then he washed it out and he scrubbed it and he put the oil or I use baking grease, mm-hmm. rubbed it down and put it back. I was like, this is, this is Attaboy. a huge proud mother moment right here. That is a success. This boy is going to, he's going to be a good dad, a good husband. He's going to keep the tradition going. Now, I wonder though, I have to ask, uh, I saw one video and again, you, I just love how you invite people in. I can't, I can't remember. I think the title of the video was Farm Wife Cooks Squirrel. Oh, yeah, that's my son. And your son had, had, had <laughs> shot the squirrel and wanted mom to cook it, right? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I held it up. That thing was like a, it was as big as a chicken. Um, yeah, he, yeah, so I'm learning. The past year I've cooked squirrel, dove, what was that? Um, I was going to say groundhog. No, I haven't cooked groundhog. I'm not doing that. I have had it though. You're on uh, the line there. <laughs> and deer, of course. Sure. He likes to deer hunt. And turkey. That's one of our favorites. Wild turkey is sure. so delicious. Um, so yeah, I'm not afraid to learn. And a oh, rabbit. That's it's squirrel rabbit. and rabbit. Okay. Those are the two things. So in the past year, I've done all that for the very first time, and it's really good and it makes him proud because we're you know mom is cooking and serving what he's helped provide for the family and i i love that well and you're also modeling for your kids that it's okay to try new things and um i just loved at the start of that video you kind of just (laughs) you kind of stared into the camera for about three seconds and (laughs) it's like what's this gonna be so you have a great way meredith um now on the serious side in a lot of your videos it just i can tell it's not planned but you get emotional about the things you're talking about because they they mean they're important to you now i I gotta tell you and just this is a huge thank you from the farm audience and beyond meredith your uh passion for mental health and your i think it's on Mm -hmm. your twitter feed it's just pinned it's yeah you are Mm -hmm. enough Uh, right talk about that a little bit yeah, that is something near and dear to me. So, um, last year I lost a, a really good friend that I had never met in person, but we talked a lot. I had met her from online and she committed suicide and mm-hmm. it really affected me. And I think it, it was after that, that I really started paying more attention to mental health with others and mm-hmm. even with myself, you know, cause we all, we all have struggles and right. farming is so hard and the, the rate of suicide for an agriculture altogether, I'm pretty, I think it's the highest it's up there. Mm-hmm. It's bad. And with a year like we've had this year, just so many people struggling. And, um, so anything I can do to help get that message out and, you know, try to get rid of that stigma that it's it's not it, it is okay to not be okay right. and for our our men and our you know these these guys that feel like it's not okay to express their feelings or or get right. help you right. know seek help when they need it i just want everybody to to know that it is okay to not be okay and it's okay to seek for help and we've got some great organizations out there doing things we need more but we've got people out there trying to get the message out and if i can be if i can use my platform in any way to help with that with mental health awareness then i want to do it i want to do more i, I really right. want to do more well, you get one person to to you it's know, worth it. take your absolutely mm-hmm. it's uh no yeah. 
in agriculture, you know, I, I'm a Midwest boy, but it's the same. I travel the country. In Midwest, there's, in farming, it's we're so independent, which is mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful thing, which <laughs> we admire. But mm-hmm. at times, yeah, we're, we're just not the greatest about putting our hand in the air saying, you know what, I, I need some help, Bob. Do you, right. do you think our younger kids on the farm who are growing up in this era of social media, do you think they will be better at that? Or <laughs> what, what are your thoughts as a mom? I don't, I don't know. I, I would hope, possibly. Um, I guess some of that would, you know, a lot of that probably has to do how, how they're being raised or what they're mm-hmm. modeling from parents, I would think. I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but... I would I would hope maybe with with social media talking about it and seeing more about it and the more people that are coming out and saying, you know, raising their hands for everyone else to see I've struggled, I've and I've got help and you can too. I think mm-hmm. that the more people do that, it makes it less of a stigma and easier for people to do. So right. there's definitely been a great push online in the last year two years and i hope it continues and i hope we see numbers go down it's kind of a mindset thing isn't it i mean my wife Mm -hmm. gave me a book it was written by a male clinic psychologist and drilled down one of his main takeaways was everyone you meet we need to retrain ourselves because we tend to think it's a human thing we think oh they got it all together they're whatever but really we're all struggling we all have our issues we do and yeah you're right so again uh, thank you for meredith for you know putting that message out there as you have and you loop around and keep talking about it and again Mm -hmm. it goes back to the share your real you are enough um what what kind of feedback do you get whether it's videos or instagram from let's say within egg and then without people that are not in egg about on these topics oh i get good feedback um that one little short video that I had posted on Twitter and Facebook that I have pinned got lots of good feedback and anytime I mention it I get I get feedback either whether it's from somebody that who's experienced it personally themselves or somebody in their family that they've struggled with that you know it's thank you for sharing we need more people sharing or somebody that's struggling and thank you for saying that I needed to hear that today so anytime, I mean, that was kind of a hard thing for me to put out there, but mm-hmm. it's always, it's always worth it when you get those messages and you know that you've encouraged somebody Right. and that's really at the crux of why I do anything I do. I just want to encourage people. Yeah. You really, you talk about, you know, attitude, um, in your, in your videos, I love how you, you're kind of smiling and encouraging people, you know, it mm-hmm. hang in there and, um, as you do that, there was one word in your, I was looking on your website, um, uh, you were just kind of describing your business and, and what you're building, and the word was grace, which mm, you, you have yeah. a, that in abundance personally, and it comes through, but mm. talk about I the, feel like I use a lot of it. <laughs> talk about I feel like we, <laughs> the, ahead, the faith element that you bring into your, the stuff you put out there. Uh, yeah. You're, you don't, again, you don't beat people over the head with it. No, I'm not going to do that. But I mean, my faith is important to me and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian and I'm not ashamed to say that. Right. Um, and grace is a huge part of me being where I'm at, God's grace and mercy in my life and allowing me to be where I'm at doing what I'm doing and the forgiveness I have for all the mistakes and right. sins I've made. Um, 
And, and I think a lot of times too, especially women and the women, you know, that I reach, I feel like, and as mothers and farm wives and moms and um, just women, a woman peering mm-hmm. in today's society, we just need to give ourselves more grace too and understand that we're not perfect and we make mistakes. And, you know, there's just, there's days where I'm just sure I'm totally you know, messing up my kids for life <laughs> or when we're pulled so many directions and right. I am, and people will ask me, well, how do you balance it all? I don't, I, I, what I say now is I try to balance the imbalance right. to myself. That's a very politically correct statement. Well, right. I don't know what else to say. You know, some days the kids get more, some days the farm gets more my husband. Some days I have to sit down and work on the the business aspect of things and so there can be a lot of mom guilt and wife guilt and friend guilt you know you can't be everything to everyone so we just need to give ourselves more grace and we do the we're all doing the best we can and if we could just remember that and just support each other and and be that person for somebody when they need it and understand if you know we can't we just can't all be all things to all people well, it's a beautiful message, Meredith. Thanks for sharing that. Now, i got to ask you, what do you, your kids and your husband and family, what do they think of what, what's happened to mom here in the last year? Just curious. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so at first, my husband was really not crazy about me tackling one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he's come around. He's come around to the camera. He's, the kids have come around to it. My little girl is definitely a ham. She likes being on the camera. She's making her own videos now awesome. with her with her old phone that I gave her. Um, so I think they're coming around and once they realize that people really are watching and connecting and interested in what we're doing and wanting to hear more like from my husband. So <laughs> he's a man of few words, but I'm like, they want to hear more from you when he does speak it's it's usually something worth listening to so um yeah Yeah, it's it's definitely been interesting well very cool meredith well uh now i gotta ask you uh any upcoming videos you can hint give us a hint about we're all waiting for the next this farm life video i've got one to edit today which is gonna i tell you the title of it i don't know I, I'm I'm on the fence of titling it this way. It's just going to fit. So yesterday was bull, bull test day. Do okay. you know what that is? Okay. <laughs> sink, sink or swim. Uh-huh. Bull test day. That's okay. what's coming next. Nice. So gonna, <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> I love it, Meredith. You're just, you're the wing in it. You're, you're living your life and you're sharing and it's so good. Now, again, Folks, if, if they're interested either in having you for a speaker in an event mm-hmm. or, you know, looking yeah. at some of the great uh, shirts and hats, merchandise, uh, hoodies, uh, tell them where to go, Meredith. Yeah, you can just go to thisfarmwife.com. You can hit, um, you can find my contact information. There is a contact tab. There's a tab for my YouTube. There's my shop on there. And then I'm, I spend a lot of time on Instagram as well, and I share through daily stories on Instagram. So things that don't get put in videos necessarily, just little, all the little things get right. put in my Instagram stories. So I like spending a lot of time there too. So, but you can, yeah, you can, if you look up this farm wife, you'll find me. Okay. Very cool, Meredith. And again, just on behalf of the farm audience and not just the farm audience, but beyond, thank you for what you're doing and how you're doing it. Keep after it. And uh, congratulations Thanks. on your success. And Um, Thank you, Greg. This has been really fun. And I just look up to you and what you're doing 
too in so many ways and avenues and this has like been a real treat well, i appreciate it here's an idea meredith i'm gonna find an auction out your way and okay. we'll come film it for the tv show and we're gonna coordinate we're gonna have you out and um yeah it would be great fun but that would be amazingly fun yeah <laughs> it's been fun uh getting to know you and visit a little more meredith and again congratulations on your success and we will Thank talk you. to you soon all right thanks craig U.S. Custom Harvesters Incorporated is an association of professional custom harvesters serving the needs of the American farmer. The U.S. Custom Harvesters is a dues-funded nonprofit membership organization, the strength of which is in its membership primarily consists of individual harvesters such as combine, forage, hay, and cotton, as well as related businesses like equipment manufacturers. The U.S. Custom Harvesters, we harvest the crops that feed the world. Become a member today. Go to uschi.com or call the National Office of the U.S. Custom Harvesters at 620 well, there you go, folks. Uh, really a fun conversation with Meredith Bernard, this farm wife. Again, big thank you to Meredith for joining me for a fun conversation. Uh, the beauty of that is I, I didn't really script that out. I just wanted to talk to Meredith. And that's how, when I watch her videos, it's like she's looking right through the camera, right to you, talking to you. She has an amazing ability. If you haven't seen her videos, folks, go out to YouTube Check out This Farm Wife and her website, uh, thisfarmwife.com. She's got really cool merchandise. If you're looking for a unique gift idea, her hats, shirts, hoodies, just fantastic stuff. And you're supporting agriculture. And, again, thank you to Meredith for telling her story and, and how it's telling our story of agriculture. And, again, folks, thank you for joining us this week on uh, our Machine Repeat podcast, episode number 11. And, again, big thanks to our our uh, sponsors at Case IH. Now, I'll leave you with a couple things. One is that our Machine Repeat uh, year-end unreserved online dealer auction is wrapping up December 27th. Bidding is open now. This is through our friends at BigIron.com. And we got over, I think it's like 44 pieces for sale. I think 14 combines. So if you're looking for a combine for 2020, um, some really good opportunities here, folks. No buyer's fee. Absolute. No, no monking around on this deal. These babies are up for sale. Highest bidder gets them, brings them home. And, again, there's a number of combines in that spot I've talked about, four to seven years old. Great buying opportunity right now. So check them out. You can find the link right on machinerypeat.com for the Big Iron year-end auction or on bigiron.com. Check it out. And, lastly, with Christmas coming up, I just want to wish you all a, a Merry Christmas. And, again, piggybacking off of Meredith's message here. It's a busy time of year. There's a lot of pressure for a lot of different reasons, but you know what? Like Meredith says, you are enough. It's all good. Every day is a gift and a blessing. So we will uh, wish you a Merry Christmas, and uh, until then, folks, we will see you at the sales. 